welcome everybody to the Geek Out Freak Out podcast. It is me, Mateo83, aka Matt Salgado, one half of your Geek Out Freak Out podcast team. I've um, got a very special episode this week. I get to sit down with our very first guest of the of our podcast. Um, if you guys listened back in season one, you remember that me and Priscilla interviewed Sarah Triana Mitchell, and I failed to give her a proper introduction in this week's episode, but it's just because uh, we just started naturally talking and going into conversation. It was just great for the podcast, so thankfully I had already hit record, and um, we just picked it up, so you'll be picking us up in mid-conversation, but the reason why I had Sarah on this week's episode, on this week's special mini episodes because she is doing a kickstarter for her brand new book it is called every day is making day it's a book about being awesome and creative and that creating is for everybody of all ages um i've had the privilege of seeing the book beforehand um because um of my lovely wife that you know priscilla she is also the illustrator of this book it's a great project i'm very proud of both of them and the book is on Kickstarter. It is eight days, actually seven days to go when this podcast is out. And the goal is currently at 80%. So we're almost there, but not quite there yet. And, um, but like I said, and you guys will hear it later in the podcast, I was very moved by this book. It's pretty awesome. I'm very proud of the work that's gone into this book. So like I said, here's uh, Sarah Triana Mitchell. And I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks. Yeah, juggles are people. Yeah, yeah people I, I came in like, you know, like the past year and a half, I've had to like this realization of like not crapping on people's fandoms. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, if, they, if they like stuff, like let them like stuff. <laughs> Who am That's I to so judge? Like, mature of you. I think you've graduated to be, <laughs> being like the elder wizard. I think what happened was when I realized I love Twilight so much. So... <laughs> But it is really good. I I I would I never watched Twilight yeah. until uh was it sometime this year? I think it was right before I can't remember what maybe before Noah was born. I know Yeah. Priscilla and you were both Priscilla I always like looked down my nose at them like Oh, at, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, For, like all of fantasy like that doesn't I, seem to be really that didn't seem to be really fantasy to me but they were so good and i want to go back and watch the last one again yeah i like them i mean i don't i i feel like uh i don't know why i think it was kind of too the same i had the same kind of reaction when harry potter first came out because um i was like a sophomore or junior in high school and um when the first books came yeah, out or yeah, when... when the books came out like when the books came oh. out and um or maybe no okay, then you must feel i think i'm i'm 36 so um i don't remember when oh, the first yeah. book came I'm out 32 you really are elder yeah, yeah. <laughs> see <laughs> but i remember when the first books came out i no, I, I think the movies came out when i was maybe a junior or senior and immediately I was just like, oh, those are kids, that's kid stuff. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not like it. And then um, I saw my brothers get like really into it. Like they really enjoyed the books. And so I started reading them after they read them. And I was just- Did you read fantasy? Oh, I mean, I read Lord of the Rings when I was like in fourth and fifth grade. 
like my dad uh my dad was like really into like fantasy art and um so like he would always like draw dragons and stuff and that was like one thing me and my dad kind of connected on i think i'm gonna start just leaving parts of this in the show (laughs) (laughs) um because i'm like automatically recording um but like my dad was like always into fantasy art so we would always go to the library like me and him we would always ride our bikes to the library and uh, yeah we'd uh, get books from the library like all about dragons and things like that you know and uh, he would always draw them and um, I always remember he had like this denim jacket that he drew like this crazy looking dragon on like in marker and uh, I thought it was like the coolest thing ever so I was always like drawing dragons and like you know Conan the Barbarian-esque type of stuff and um, yeah and like it's so like it's funny now because like I still um I had a like this um, kind of like a, like this wooden crate just um, that turned into like a uh, like a drawing desk that my dad made for me, and mm-hmm. um, uh, it had a lock on there. You know, it had this little lock, so I would always put my drawings in there and like lock them away. And then, <laughs> like about a year ago, my dad gave it back to me, and it didn't have the lock on it. And um, so I opened it up, and there was a whole bunch of like like my interpretations of like dragons and like what I thought. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, this is so bad. But like crazy. It's a time capsule. Yeah, it really was. Cause it was kind of like, whoa, I was like, I remember like, I remember sitting down and drawing these, but I don't remember like my dot process, but uh, yeah, it was always fun. Like to have that thing to connect with on him. So he was always into that kind of stuff. He like, and uh, he'd had the Hobbit. So I read the Hobbit and then I Mm -hmm. took it as my book. So my version of my copy of the Hobbit is my dad's book. And then um, when I found out there was more books, you know, like Lord of the Rings from uh, like, you know, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers and Return of the King. Like I read those. I read those in elementary school, which mm-hmm. my teachers thought I was crazy because I was <laughs> yeah. reading these like ridiculously long books. And um, but it like, nearly took me all year to read them because <laughs> the books were so long. So, like, and then trying to like read big words, you know, when you're like ten and eleven, you're just trying to like sound them out in your head. But uh, yeah, I didn't well, just to get through all the description, and I, mean... I was so off on all the names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when I first heard the names, I was like, "Oh, that's how you say Gandalf." Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I was with Hermione. I always thought it was Hermione. Yeah, okay, (laughs) yes, yes. So, yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, it's one of those things when um, you're learning how to read or you're learning how to pronounce words. Like, I always thought thought Arkansas was (laughs) Arkansas. Well, some people do say that. (laughs) And, you know what the sad thing was? I don't think I realized it until, like, middle school. (laughs) What you really need to start saying is, uh cansaw instead of kansas yeah let's see i don't know i've never <laughs> heard cansaw i've heard missouri M- missouri uh, uh just a bunch of different ones there's some other ones i would mispronounce and you just you feel embarrassed at first but then yeah but yeah well i think that's really cool about your dad because it sounds like he just he just liked doing that and he just sort of was like Instead of thinking of like little kitty things to do with you, yeah, he was just like, "I like to draw dragons." Yeah, so <laughs> let's do this. Yeah, he goes, "You want to draw dragons?" You know, and uh, parenting like work for him. Yeah, 
Yeah. So that was like kind of like, yeah. And it was always fun because it was like one thing we could always, I would always look forward to was definitely like, you know, riding our bikes, going to the library, turning our books in after two weeks and getting all new books. So we were mm-hmm. constant, like just constantly visiting, you know, going to the library as soon as I learned how to ride a bike without trading wheels. So that was mm-hmm. good. So. <laughs> yeah, I read The Hobbit and I read uh, whichever book is second. In, yeah. um, and the only reason is the first one was checked out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just like didn't want to wait, I guess. So like, I just um... jumped right into the second one and tried to like uh, pretend I understood what was going on. You're like, I'm a little lost, uh, so I'm just going to fill in the <laughs> Yeah. Did you ever go back and read the first one after that, or you no, just kind of like? Eh, I didn't. You know, okay. I didn't. I did not really enjoy reading Lord of the Rings. I mean, I read constantly, and I I did read a lot of fantasy, but I I did slog through it. Yeah. Oh, it's rough. I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't love it. Yeah. I thought about Mitch and I were just talking about this last week that we want to try Tolkien again because. Neither one of us really loved reading Tolkien mm-hmm. when we were kids. Yeah, it's been the last time I read The Hobbit. I was I was really doing. I would always go back and reread them, and uh, the last time I read The Hobbit was before the movie came out because um, I really wanted to refresh my my take on the Hobbit because it had been a couple <laughs> years since I read it. I'd read it again back in high school, and then I read it before the movie came out. And um, so I was like, okay, like I kind of psyched myself up, you know, to go see The Hobbit. And then I it was quickly, I made mean, sure there's, it's a good movie. I know there's people that do like it and, you know, it's, it's, it's fun <laughs> for them. But The Hobbit for me, like that's one movie where I, like I don't, like I didn't feel the need to like go back and watch it. And I didn't feel the need to buy it when it came out, you know, <laughs> like I was kind of like, am I doing a disservice to my, to my love of this, of this book by not buying the movie? But I think no, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was kind of boring. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. So like, and then just the need to like, yeah, it's a long book. Um, yeah. But at the same time too, like I did not feel like two movies. Yes. I can see where you're like, yeah, you hate to stretch this out to two movies. But when they like, um, when they decided to expand it to three, I was just like, okay, you guys are just money hungry. <laughs> you just want our money and you're going to stretch yeah. this out as far as you can. And they definitely did. Like they put a lot of extra stuff in, in the movies that just, didn't need to be expanded on and yeah it was uh it was a it was I don't mind that I watched them but it was just like oh come on guys you could have done so much more with my time because <laughs> it's three hours <laughs> you're like you know it's like four to five hours depending on where you live you know like 30 minutes to get to the theater 30 minutes to leave and get home so you're like five hours tops you know that out of your day where you spent like on this movie and then you kind of it's just like, oh man, I could have done something else just, at that time. I can't imagine. I can't imagine when I would watch a three-hour movie. Like, mm. I tried to watch the most recent episode of Great British Baking Show. Like, I've tried to watch it five times, and it's like <laughs> less than an hour. I keep sitting down to watch it, and I get like five or six minutes in. Do you get discouraged? Then... Do you get discouraged when you like? look at Netflix and then you go to like the episode details and you see how long the episodes are and you're just like, Oh no, I can't pull 59 minutes of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. 
<laughs> I don't know. My kids just keep asking me for stuff. Like exactly. I like it's it's the kind of show I can watch with with the kids, but then they just like remember things that they need, and we have to get up there. Yeah. Or the baby spit up on me, and I'm like, oh gosh, yeah. I'm never gonna finish bread week. <laughs> I'm definitely never gonna watch The Hobbit like this. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good. I think that's a good uh, episode name. I'm never gonna finish Bread Week. <laughs> that's 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 the title of my parenting book. That's gonna be the next one. Yeah. <laughs> that that's actually not bad because it's just like you know, um, especially when we have. Um, you know, just the fact that we all have, you know, we both have kids that are underneath, all under the age of four. Uh-huh. Uh, like, all of our time is basically their time. And yeah. <laughs> it <It's> just... <laughs> belongs to these, like, little tyrants that aren't logical. <laughs> They're always hungry, except yes. when it's time to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we were having the we we're having the issue with Ezra um, not wanting to eat dinner, and mm-hmm. him always wanting something different besides us, besides what we're having that night. So uh, it's been a fun month. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I call them time goblins because um, even uh, when I was setting up for for this show, <laughs> it's like. Nothing can go right, you know. I was setting up, and then the mic stand broke, and then uh, and then our our youngest, then Noah, <laughs> she she decided to have a an accident, and um, you got it a lot, at least like twenty minutes when something like that goes down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's rough. I don't know. I don't know how you wrote a book. <laughs> it's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know either because I wrote it. In the car, in a voice memo, on my way to pick them up again. That's amazing. Like, just to have the, uh, like, the motivation to constantly just, like, have that notes app ready, you know, like, to do your voice uh, voice Mm -hmm. memos, like you said, like, in the video. Just to, like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to, these are the ideas I'm having, and, you know, so what kind of, what kind of inspired, what inspired making day every day is making day? Um, so when I wrote Love, Love Bakery and took it on the road and went around and did story times at um, bookstores and libraries and then started selling it at the farmer's market, I would always um, talk to people about what they like to make and what kind of things they're into because you can only talk to somebody so long about this book that you're both looking at and before the conversation dries up. And so I like to figure out what, what they like to make so that the conversation isn't all about me. And so um, I would hear about, you know, like what kids were doing and what, um, like, this this one kid I met in Cleburne had already written and illustrated lots of books, like, six books. I think they were all superhero books. Yeah. And I just thought that was so cool. And um, there were other kids who um, just like they make art every day. They just make stuff every day. They paint or they draw or um, 
they're dancing or they're learning an instrument or something. Or bakers. I'm There's this one kid I connected with on the internet who has his own little bakery and he's like 11. And yeah, and then like all the grown-ups too would tell me what they like to make. And and usually like with grown-ups, they've already decided that, you know, they can't, they can't be a full-time artist or creative. So they just have this like little hobby that they never spend enough time doing and they would tell me about it and they look so sad like yeah I like to paint but I never have time or I used to be a dancer but then I had kids and I don't know when I'll do it again and I just think that's um like I understand it I totally know what that feels like to feel like you don't have time for your art and you feel unfulfilled creatively but you have to fight for it and you just have to do it every day and you have to make it a part of your life. And so I kept having the same conversations with people where I would say, Oh, that's awesome that you're doing that. You should just keep making more books. You should keep illustrating them. You should not wait till you're 31 to write your first book. You should definitely do it at age seven or you should just, you know, spend 15 minutes a day playing piano again or, you should just dance. Like just, if you were a dancer, just keep dancing. And so I kept having that conversation. And so, um, one day when I was on my way to pick up my kids, I was thinking about that and I got this idea for the book. And so I got, um, the, my voice memo app going and I just started speaking it and having fun with it. And cause I think you just can't let ideas like that pass you by at least for me, I'll think of something, I'll think of like a poem or I think of a line of a poem. And there's been so many times where I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll remember that tomorrow and I'll write it tomorrow. And then like, of course I completely forget it and it's gone. It's, it's gone forever. Yeah. So this time I just remember it. Okay. I'm going to record this right now. And, um, and I did. And then like sometime later I, I transcribed it and that's the book. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, um, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little spoiled because I got to see the book beforehand and, uh, get to see it, to see the book with, you know, with your words and, and the illustrations to it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I teared up because it, it's awesome. yeah. And it was just like, so proud of both, both of you guys. Like, cause to me, I'm like, that's like, yeah, it's, it's great. Cause exactly like the words you just said, you know, like you know, just take that time out of your day, you know, doing that thing that you did, you love doing. And, you know, whether, like you said, it's dancing or or drawing or painting, or I remember as a kid, I would always make my own comic books. And yeah. uh, Yeah. And that was like really fun for me. And that was like the one thing I always was like, I'm going to be a comic book artist. I want to do this, you know, (laughs) and then eventually down the line, you know, yeah, I, I, I got discouraged and, you know, I went a different route and, um, uh, I'm I'm happy where I ended up, you know, because I have an amazing uh, wife that's an amazing artist, and mm-hmm. I can't compete with her. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I'm just like you could do all the art, like you know I've I've found my thing in podcasting. I really enjoy doing podcasting, and um, uh-huh. uh, you know, at first when you know, because I kind of I think that's part of what resonated with me was kind of like, you know, I went and I started. I was like, okay, I want to, you know, I want to do a podcast. How do I do a podcast? You know, and and this was, gosh, oh my God, I was still living with my parents and I had just bought like my first laptop 
in this is probably back like in 2002 so this is like wow. early early like you know way into like before yeah. you know a lot of podcast apps are out and it took me years to even like get the courage to like okay this is what I want to talk about yes it was about wrestling you know <laughs> but that's what you know those are two things that I, I definitely wanted to like to combine you know and I had a friend that you know I'd been uh, he's still one of my best friends you know since high school and um, he was uh, used to be a DJ on the radio state one of the local radio stations here and um, so I always had the idea to like me and him could do a show and if you search on YouTube I'm not telling you to do it. I'm totally gonna do it. <laughs> you can definitely find uh, a very early interpretation of uh, of our first podcast of what led to it, and it's very um, uh, unprofessional as far as production, but uh, it it was kind of just like our way of like you know, cool, we did it, you know, let's do it again, and. And now we have, um, now we have, this is our second show and he's not with us tonight. Um, he's actually, uh, he's a little bit busy, but, um, he's got, he's got two, uh, he's got a teenage son and, uh, and I believe a 10 year old daughter that's in dance. So he's just as busy. He works 50 to 60 hours a week. And then, you know, we, we both have our lives outside and at work. And, uh, so we, uh, that was one thing that kind of like was cool, you know, it was, it's, it's fun to find a fellow, uh, creator, I guess, and, uh, to like explore their minds and kind of like see, you know, different things that inspire different people. So, yeah, yeah it's people, it's, it's people who just kind of incorporate making into their normal day that are the most inspirational to me or people who have been sort of hustling and and doing it and living the creative life but kind of um like on a smaller scale mm -hmm. that are inspiring to me like people who have always been making music they're always like that person that's been in a band and then they had the solo thing and they haven't like signed a big record deal but they're still making music and they're still having shows and um or um like you and Priscilla, you have jobs and you have a family, but you also have these like creative outlets that you keep up with. And that's the biggest thing that's inspiring to me. And that's what I wanted to put into the book was just like, you don't have to, um, you don't have to be a professional at this. You don't have to do it full time. You don't have to get a lot of money. You don't have to be a grown up. You um, you don't have to wait for the big contract or for like a big publisher to scoop you up. Like you can be a kid, you can just be dabbling. You can just do it cause it feels good. Um, you should just make the thing and it just makes life better. I, anyway, I, that's what I like is just people who kind of bring it into their everyday life. And that's what I think kids do naturally. They kind of like, watching my kids they'll be like climbing one minute and then like drawing something the next minute and it's just like a natural rhythm of life making stuff it's just yeah. part of living. yeah yeah i see that with my son like he's constantly just like you know when he's in his own like his own mm -hmm. zone kind of and he kind of just makes things up as he goes you know mm -hmm. and he doesn't need or he doesn't need me or uh, priscilla 
and it's just kind of like I'm amazed by their imaginations kind of like you know they're able to sort of create you know in their in their brain or in their mind you know this you know this you know they're creating something in that moment in time and we don't know what it is but we just know that they're having fun doing it and uh it's kind of you know it's kind of sad when you were like oh at one point we grow out of that but it's cool when you can catch up you know and in like you said you know be aware and see what creative people keep on doing because they're constantly creating something and that's mm-hmm. fun so um i think on that note sarah um Every day is making day. It is on Kickstarter. Yes, it's on Kickstarter for eight more days. Yes. Uh, seven days. We have seven days when the show comes out. So seven days. And then okay. um, I'm just pushing people. I'm giving them a faster deadline. <laughs> We're close. We're close. We yeah. are, I'm raising $9,000 uh, to print the book and to pay my incredible illustrator, Priscilla. <laughs> and- uh, my the rest of my team, my uh, publisher, my project manager, my designer, and the guy who made my video. So nine thousand dollars is really like the bare minimum it takes to make this book. Um, and so without that, there can be no book, and there will be lots of tears yeah. <laughs> and um, and f- figuring out a plan B. So we're very very close we're not there yet so i do need everyone's help to make the book happen yeah i agree so seven more days uh last i checked was 80 percent yeah like you mm-hmm. said so i haven't checked it within the last hour i usually do have it on that constant refresh on my web browser <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just like f5 f5 right f5 <laughs> hurry up come on <laughs> 151 backers. yeah so i think it's it, I think what you're, what you and what you've done is awesome. I think uh, I'm incredibly biased because of I'm married to the illustrator, but um, mm-hmm. like seeing all the work that she put into the drawings and not seeing what the words on the pages, like like I said, like it's it's pretty awesome. Um, it's a book for everybody. It's not just for. I don't think it's just for kids. It's it's a uh, pretty inspiring to people of all ages, and I find that with most children's books that I um, that I read. Like I read them, I'm like, wow, it's a, it's a pretty good message. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. But yeah. I always want it to be for everybody. Yeah. I think it's a great family book, and um, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm really pulling that, you know, the goal is met. And uh, I'm gonna include all the links, or I'm gonna include the links for the Kickstarter. Uh, it'll be the only link on this show. And then, um, yeah, usually I just like I put like our Instagram and all that, but um, anything that has to do with the book, that's gonna be the links for this show. And uh, Sarah, it was great having you on the show once again about, I believe, four years later since oh my uh, gosh. the first time you were on. I know it was before you moved away. And um, what, did we, well, what did we even talk about the oh first my gosh. time? I'd have to go into the show notes, but I believe <laughs> it was about um, minimalism. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. And just, That's right. Yeah, just growing up, I think talking about like you know never having read a comic book yeah you never read a comic book um is that still true (laughs) that i didn't give you (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um, sometimes i look at the graphic novels at the library but my girls aren't quite old enough yet oh those are still to get them i keep them on the very top shelf so that ezra doesn't see them but um (laughs) 
Thankfully, um, I, 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 I'm starting to move away from it, but like I was doing a lot of like digital, uh, just cause it was easier for me. Like, you know, I'd have him on the side and I'd read my digital book on the, on the, uh-huh. on, the, on, the on my tablet, but, um, I've been getting more into actually buying books again, which is more fun. I, I think so, uh, but it's also very bad as far as the space that we have. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm like, what do I do with this book now? So I usually give it to uh, like a niece or a nephew that I that I think is old enough to read it. But um, but yeah, um, I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, check out the Kickstarter for Sarah. Definitely, um, there's all the details for all the tiers. All the different tiers and rewards are on. You're going to be on the Kickstarter, and there's so many of them. Like, I don't even know how you guys came up with, you know, like uh, the different the different rewards. That that to me is like, I did, oh, so much work. <laughs> and it's a lot of mind crunching. Yes. The rewards this time are really simple. It's just like books. Yeah. And really beautiful prints and more books yeah, <laughs> oh, and then priscilla is doing some custom illustrations which are very very cool yeah we're really excited so again sarah thanks for being on the show um we kind of just started talking so i'm gonna it's gonna be fun finding a nice edit point to jump in <laughs> but uh i really appreciate having you here because i know your time is very <laughs> limited <laughs> just like just like ours but i really appreciate you doing and coming on the show and uh Thanks, Matt. Um, yeah, thank you. Very, very... Awesome. We'll, okay. we'll talk to you again, hopefully soon. Okay. okay. Right. Bye. Awesome. Bye. The Geek Out Freak Out podcast is produced and edited by Matt Sargato and Jeremy Holman. Special thanks to Rock My Bit for the theme song.